I bet five thousand dollars on black. So I had the table and it hit. Yo, why? What? When I set my mind to something, there's, there's no uh, like I'm I'm a, I'm a different type of animal. Uh, I different type of animal. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com and three two one you're listening to the Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast, man, where we find um, cool people who do cool things that built businesses and can teach you how they've done it. You, are you going to teach today? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I just want to make sure, because not, ev- not everybody that's a good cook can teach how to cook. Mm. They just do what they do. 100%. So, um... Yeah, man, we're going to add some value today, man. So um, if you will, man, we we, we have uh, one of the top real estate agents. Is it real estate agent or realtor? It's pretty much the same thing. Is it? I thought <laughs> yeah. a realtor, like not every agent is a realtor. Like not every agent can use the word realtor. Yeah, to, to be a realtor, you got to be like a, a member of like a certain association, just extra paperwork, you know, but same same job. I was going to use industry. it interchangeably. Like everybody, yeah. like. You don't correct him like, hold on, I'm not a realtor, I'm yeah. a real estate agent. You yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Okay, all right, cool, cool. All right, so go ahead, introduce yourself, man, and um, yeah, let's jump into it. So uh, my name is uh, Naeem Boucher, um, born and raised in Patterson, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, the story's kind of crazy, man. It's a lot like I'm just I'm just thinking about it. Um, pretty much, you know, grew up single mom. She was raising five kids. And uh, I, I just remember, you know, adversity. You know, like, I remember moments where, you know, we, we, we struggled. And and through that, I just always wanted more. I always wanted more. And uh, Patterson's like a tough environment, right? Yeah, it's a t- sure. tough, tough environment. Sure. Um, and she wanted to keep me off the streets because, you know, she didn't want me to get you know caught into the wrong crowd. So then uh, I, that's how I got into soccer. So right. soccer, you know, I, I was on like a local travel team. And then uh, we, we were very good. Then Hold I, on, Patterson, New Jersey. Yeah. Um... No basketball courts, like no, no football. Where are you getting? Listen, because I'm from Jersey. I'm from yeah. South Jersey. And uh-huh. I mean, soccer wasn't the first thing you think of, especially Patterson, New Jersey. Well, how do you get into that? I used to get made fun of, actually. Like, my friend would say, now nah, you're black and you play soccer? Because um, <laughs> uh, I had a stepdad and he was Jamaican. So mm-hmm. that that's kind of like how I kind of like got into it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but we actually went to like church one day. I was like running and then. A guy said, "Hey, he's fast. Like, come have him join the soccer team." And I went. I didn't even want to go, you know. Mm. And I just stuck with it. And then I ended up going to high school for soccer, which was one of, like the top high schools in the country. Mm. Then I went to college for soccer. Um, and like, it's it's it just it's just crazy, you know. And then I got my full time job as a soccer coach. So soccer really like put me on the right path to to having a chance, you know. Like, just gave me an opportunity for more. Yeah. How old are you now? Now twenty nine. Twenty nine years old. So how old were you? How old were you when you started playing soccer? 
I had to have been maybe seven years old. Seven. Yeah, it's like seven, eight years old around that. And so from seven, eight years old, all the way up to how old when you become a soccer coach? Um, I was soccer. So I started coaching soccer when I was like twenty-two. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I I graduated college and uh, like got like a job coaching soccer. Was that your dream to be a a, a soccer player or a soccer yeah, coach? Yeah, the, the dream was to be a soccer player, yeah. like a pro soccer player. You know, yeah. like I remember my mom used to go to church and you know she would like hype me up to everyone and like it was to the point like she had like people praying over my feet. It was, was kind of <laughs> that was kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> but uh, you know, like I always wanted to be a soccer. Shouts out to the Baptist Church. Had to be Baptist Church. Those are the ones that... Yeah, man. It, it, was, it was a little bit much. <laughs> you know. Pray it over your feet. Mm-hmm. All right, so th- that that was your dream. Who that, was you looking up to? Um, Like, like Cristiano Ronaldo. And I was like one of my favorite players. But like, I knew I wanted to be a pro soccer player. I was good, but I knew I wasn't like maybe that good to go pro. Because like, I went to the best high school in, uh, in, in, in Newark. I mean, mm-hmm. New Jersey. And like, I was... I didn't make sen- I didn't make varsity until like I was a, I was a senior, mm. and I played one game, right? So, and, and me knowing that. Hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. So you're playing soccer from your from seven eight. Mm-hmm. This is your goal, your yeah, dream. Yeah. And then you become a varsity soccer player. Mm-hmm. You play one game, one I, game. I only played one game. Um, my my senior year, and I, I scored. I scored a goal because like St. Benedict's probably that's the school I went to. Our freshman team. Like we'll beat some varsity teams. Like that's how good the school is. Mm. Like our JV team will beat varsity teams. Like it's it just like a powerhouse school. So it was always competitive, right? And and like so, I, freshman year I, I I was on freshman JV year, and then junior year I thought I had a chance. I got cut, and then senior year I went to preseason, and then they cut me. I went to my dorm room, started crying. I almost quit, and I was like, man, you know, forget this. Um, a dorm room in high school? Yeah, we had dorms. We oh. had dorms. You lived there? I lived there for, for four years, yeah, too. Who was your parents? My Patterson. I would go home on the weekends. See in high dad. school? Yeah, high school, yeah. Yeah, so and my school had, like, a lot to do with, like, everything. Oh, St. Ben's a great school, great school. Hold on, hold on. So you don't go home during the week? You stay at the school like you, like you're in college? Yeah. What kind yeah. of school is this? Um, It's a, it's a, it's a prep school, St. Ben's prep. But it's, op- it's, like, optional, like... Some kids can go home, but for me, like they had me stay because the headmaster, I, I, I personally, I was like a troubled kid, you know. Mm-hmm. I was, I was like, uh, I was getting in trouble in school. I wasn't really taking school serious, and I only went to play soccer. And so, like, they had me, like, they had me on something called developer. Like, so I had to stay there. I had mm-hmm. to stay at school. Like, Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. That's my first time ever of hearing it, about that. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like job corps, but even that's after after like high school. But I never, I never even heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, definitely huh. check it out. It's, uh, it's, it's, What's the, the strategy behind a school doing that? So the strategy is like to keep kids like me at the time off the street. So it was like a it was it was like a punishment school kind of. Not even a punishment. It was it's like a school where that's run by the kids, but there's also headmaster, there's monks, and then like we have like there's a, monks. The, 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 there's monks there. It's like a Catholic school or something. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then the alumni. Oh, so there, the Catholics like, are playing over your feet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I thought I was just a Baptist thing. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. So it was, um, okay. Okay. And your parents decided to put you in that because you were troubled. No, it's, it's not, not even because I was troubled. My mom, when we went to like the school, she saw everything about it and what, and what they did, like the school, like in the inner city of Newark and like yeah. they were successful, you know, it was a very well diverse school, but successful, like black men growing up in school. So she knew more than I knew at the time. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to play soccer. Right, right, right. You know, and she said, nah, this is where you're going to. I didn't want to go. It was all boys school and, right. you know, and, but a couple of my other travel teammates, they were supposed to go to the school. I was like, all right, fine, we're all going together. And then I, I showed up. Only one person was there. I'm like, 
So yeah, I just stuck with it. Wow. Were you good? Um, like as, as a player? Yeah. 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 And how many games did you play your senior year? Senior, I only played one. No, I mean, how many games did y'all as a team play? Probably like 20. Dang it. They, they, cut, they cut me. They, they cut me senior year. So I, so I was going to leave. So I, I, I decided just to stay and play JV, and I turned up. I probably scored like at least 20 goals. Mm. And then like they, I think someone probably got hurt. Then they probably they finally called me up. And then, uh, you know, I, I, got, I got my chance. I, I scored. You know, like not everyone can say that they played for that school and got in mm. and scored a goal. You know, so you know, it, it doesn't seem like much to someone else, but for me, you know, like I, that, that, was, that was a major goal. That's what I want to do. You know, gotcha. I set that goal. Like I envision one day playing for the varsity, just mm. wa- like the walking out with them and chanting the chant with them. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. And I envision, you know, I got the opportunity. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. So you're playing soccer this whole time. Mm-hmm. This dream does not work out the way you thought it was going to work out. Mm. And what made you take the soccer job? Was it like just the next natural thing? So I was, I was, uh, I mean, before the soccer, I was like aware, and then I and then I started working at the bank, and I was working from like morning to to night. They go. You're a waiter, server. Yeah, I was a server. What, what year was this? I mean, how old were you? I was in college. College. I, I was in college, so I was like, you know, just doing it in college. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, the lady fired me for no reason, and then um, I got a job uh, working nine to five at the bank, and then I, I got I stumbled onto this opportunity to to coach, and then I saw like they were paying like you know decent money. I think it was like twenty five dollars an hour, and I was making. Um, like what, eleven dollars at the bank? So it was a no brainer. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm out there. So I kept the bank thing, but I was just doing that um in the afternoons. Gotcha. So then, I, yeah, and, I, and it was awesome. You know, it wasn't really a job. You know, yeah. I was doing what I love and coaching, coaching kids. So I thought that was awesome. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, how did we transition into this twenty million dollars worth of real estate that we sell <laughs> it as a as a realtor? So. What ended up happening, like once I started making like you know decent money, I probably was making like thirty grand a year or something, or something like bank. that um, with the bank, and then like an extra whatever with, with the bank and the the soccer, mm-hmm. right? Like I was having like around thirty thousand. Um, Hold on, bro. <laughs> I was yo. This you know, I'm trying to like lay the foundation, but your bank and your soccer job together, yeah, yeah. thirty thousand, yeah. Cause I was doing like I was doing the bank I think like part time mm-hmm. I was full time then I like reduced my hours and then soccer we I had like limited hours I was I was like part time I was like making the transition mm-hmm. okay gotcha, gotcha. I, mean, I still got my W twos I'm gonna double check the numbers I remember <laughs> it was like seven hundred dollars every two weeks from from, from, from the bank All right. um, I still got the pay stuff but uh I, I was making money and I was living at after after college I went to go live back with my mom you know so I wasn't really like paying that much rent I was like helping her out but you know I, was, I started wasting my money on like nonsense you know right. like. Uh, Jordans and Gucci bells, yeah. like you know, with the little money I was, I was making, right? I'm just yeah. wasting money, like like just spending it, spending it, spending it, and I'm like, I'm about to get a BMW. I thought I was doing something. Right? Right. It was my first time like making decent money because I, I never had, you know, I, I just I just always wanted to be able to afford stuff. So you know, I just started wasting my money, and then uh, something happened. My mom she ended up losing her like job or something in New York, and then she had to like downsize, and it was me and like my siblings. So she ended up getting another apartment. So I was like, I went to the apartment and then my sister came back and she's like, yo, like, like we, we moved. Like, you gotta like, like figure out what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh damn, all right, well, um, I went and got an apartment for like $700 a month. I had like a big flat screen TV in my name. And then the light bill was also in my name that mm-hmm. like accumulates. And then I had other debt. So now I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm just like, like, what the hell? Like, like I, I was, I was stressed. And this was like around the time I was like graduating college. Yeah. Right. So I was, I was upset. I was even upset at my mom at the point. I'm like, like, I was, I was just upset and I found myself in a hole and then 
I was I was like listening to some podcasts. All right, so that's why I have like a lot of respect for podcasts and what like what you do because podcasts really like changes people's lives. Yeah. I was listening to this podcast and Jim Rohn. Ah, that's my guy. Jim Rohn. He he goes. You 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 want to change your life and 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 do this and that, but you don't even pick up a book and read like the the world's best kept secrets are in books. You never yeah. read Rich Dad Poor Dad, Richest Man in Babylon. The like, best kept secrets they're in the book. They're in the books. So I I heard that, picked up that, and, and then I said, you know what? I'm at my, I'm at my bottom. Let me uh let, let, let me order this book, and I hated reading. So then I bought um, Richard Man of Babylon and Rich Dad Poor Dad. By George Clayson, make sure you, oh, if y'all ain't read Richard Man of Babylon, golly, it's a classic. Man, I read that and then I learned the difference between the asset and the liability. Yeah. You know, that, that that's when it changed. Like when when people get paid, they, they waste their money, like they spend it. I, I wasn't paying myself. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from Black Voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black Voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. First. So in, the, in, in Richard Man in Babylon, one of the biggest gems he said was, you got to pay yourself at least 10%. Yeah. At least but before you pay Uncle Sam, whoever, pay yourself at least 10%. Maybe I'm doing some things backwards, too, because I read the books. But like, so for one of my businesses, um, all of the money just goes into the business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't take anything from it because I have a, a salary from, mm. you know, my, um, I guess, I guess it's under my consulting brand. So yeah. uh, my company, I'll pay myself out of that, but I have like some other businesses where it just, I just roll it straight into, I keep it there. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm doing something backwards. No, I think, I think you're doing it right. That's how I, I got my account like set up. Like all my money goes into the business account and then I, I still take like 10% and put it into like a TD Ameritrade account, like just trying to diversify. Like mm-hmm. that's like a savings. Right. And then the rest is like for operating expenses, salaries and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I think maybe to pay yourself first, I don't know if that's a high level strategy mm-hmm. or maybe it's like kind of like some blanket information for mm-hmm. the average person. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because every business that I have. So for, for this one, like even my podcast, the money that we bring in from the podcast, it just goes into the podcast. I get more mm-hmm. lights. I get mm-hmm. another, I'm getting another camera, like mics, all that kind of, I just, I got, you know, two new computers. Mm-hmm. It all just goes straight. I haven't paid myself. A, I do pay my tithe. Mm-hmm. I get my tithe. Okay. But 
I don't, I don't play myself. Mm. You think that's backwards though? Like, is there a reason? Because I'm not the wealthiest person in the world, mm. but. I, I, I think, well, for you, you should like look to profit first, right? Mm. To make sure like, you, even if it's 5%, you know. The, the, it's all profit though. Hmm? It's all profit. Like, oh, when, all I profit. Do, when I do this episode, yeah. um, where, I don't put my business, ah, well, I don't care. So we'll do, um, at this time, between eight and $10,000 a month okay. on the podcast. But when the money, I, I'm so into the the experience of the podcast, like I'll, I'm going to take all of the money, right? And I'm either going to buy some equipment or I'm going to hire somebody to mm-hmm. find even more, um, maybe higher level, you're amazing, mm-hmm. like names, mm-hmm. celebrities. Mm-hmm. Fire, uh, fire, uh, hire somebody mm-hmm. to do like the mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. building and finding celebrities to come on a podcast, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but I roll it all straight back into the business. You reinvest it back into your business. Yeah, all in. Nothing should like I, that. But should I pay myself first? No, I think that's fine. I, yeah. I, I think I think I think that's fine because I do the same thing. Like I go broke reinvesting back into like my yeah. business. Like I'll go broke because right. I know that it's going to come back. Yeah. Right. So it's like I'm like I, can, I just got to the point where I'm like you know let me just take five percent just put it away you know right, just, right. just to say I'm doing it yeah so for you, sure you know but I'm, I'm still yeah I go all in you got to yeah, go all in yourself. okay all right yeah I, was, I didn't want to be alone because when you said pay yourself first you remind me yes the book did say that yeah. but I'm not doing that no because so. you, you're a business owner right so it's yeah. a different stage but for like someone who is working at wherever they're working like the bank coaching soccer or, or teaching or like living paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. I, I think they have to be before they pay their bills before they do whatever. 10%, probably just, just and, and then figure out how, sure. how to live on the 90. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, and that's what I that's what I did. I, I think so it's different, right? Yeah. So now, let's say if you get paid $1,000, right? So that's $100 you're putting away, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and let's say that's um two times a month, so that's $200, right? So at the end of the year, you're going to have, what, $2,400 in the savings account, yeah. right? And, and, and it's like, you just got to get used to living like that in two years, right? Now that's 4,800. Yeah. Right, and so you get where I'm going with that. Yeah, absolutely. So then it starts to build up, and then starts to build up, and then what you do with that ten percent, you invest it. Yeah. All right. You know what? It, what, what really changed my life. So Jim Rohn, he did, um, and I don't, if you're an average fan like me, like I, I've seen everything Jim Rohn had on the internet. Mm-hmm. So he he gave this this um, this teaching on ten 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 seventy. He said never spend more than seventy percent of your income. He said ten, give it away. Mm-hmm. Ten, you pay yourself, or ten, you save, or whatever. Yeah. But he said, um, even if your numbers aren't 10, 10, 10, and 70, you need to have a plan. So he said, you might be in such a poor financial situation where you have to pay yourself 1%, give away 1%, do something else 1% because you're in such big debt and you built this big lifestyle where you, you know, you're spending 97%, mm. but don't spend 100%, right? And I think he said something, this, this is the point, he changed my life. He said, um, he said I probably don't spend more than like 3% of my income. Mm. So he said, you can imagine what these other numbers are for me. You know, my giving number, my, I was like, yo. That's, 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 that's can you imagine crazy. living off 3% that's crazy. of your income? God, no, what, okay. what does your income have to be? Okay, so yeah, we're, we're, we're pivoting. Okay, so you, you started like um, personal development, yes, reading. personal development, personal development. And what was one of the biggest gems? Because I know you said you learned what an asset liability yeah. was. Give me the gem that, um, had the most impact. The most impact, the light bulb went off was when I learned that wealthy people buy assets like real estate and, and, you know, poor people, they buy liabilities, right? And then I said, all right, well, what kind of asset? Like, what are they talking about? 
So I learned that you can buy a house. Let's say you buy a house for 200000 and then it could be a, it's a multifamily house and your gross rents, let's say if your gross rents are $3,000, right? That's like not taking out any expenses. So $3,000. Gross rent. What gross rent. So one unit is getting 1500 The other unit is getting 1500 Now you bought it for, let's say, 200000 and then with taxes, principal, insurance, everything, your mortgage payment is going to be, let's say, two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So then, three thousand dollars minus two thousand dollars—that's a thousand dollars. So the house makes a thousand dollars a month. I was like, wait, what? Mm. And then at the same time, it's also paying itself off. So you're gaining equity. And then at the same time, ten years from now, that house you bought for two hundred thousand could be worth three hundred thousand. It depreciates in value as opposed to the Jordans that I was buying for, let's say, five hundred dollars that were to the ground. And when I sold it, when I hit rock bottom, they only sold for a hundred dollars. So I'm like, wait, like this is ridiculous. If I can get a house that can make me a thousand dollars a month, and if I do that ten times, that's ten thousand dollars a month. That's a hundred twenty thousand dollars per year. Mm. It's, it's like it's it's um that is that is wealthy. That 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 is wealth. And if let's say my bills, right, uh, car and whatever is five thousand dollars a month, and I'm making ten thousand dollars a month, I am wealthy. I don't have to work another day. I'm like, because all my bills are paid. Mm. And then I, and then at that point, the light bulb went off, and I said, real estate. I gotta get into real estate. And that was at twenty three, and I mm. bought my first house um at twenty five. And then yeah, man, it's uh, I was like, I went and I went to go live in an attic. I got rid of everything. I sold everything. I saved. I was I wasn't I wasn't paying myself ten percent. I was paying myself maybe fifty percent because I just wanted to save up enough money just to buy my first house. Mm. I, saved, I saved up. $6,000, like once my, my my savings started going from 1000 to 2000 3000 I'm like, so I'm doing something right. Cause that I never first, had that much money in my savings. Bro, that first $1,000 in your savings, you are, what? I remember y'all, me too. That was, that was the most significant number, that thousand. And I said, oh, mm-hmm. I saved a thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. So I, were you still working your job at this point? I was, I was, I was, uh, I, I was at the bank. And I was, I was just, I was at the bank. Yeah, I was at the bank and uh, I was still like slowly starting to get into the soccer. Um, I'm gonna tell you a, a quick funny story. Cause I remember it. Like I got up to like 9,000, right? I got up mm. to 9,000. I, I don't want to pivot too much, but I got to 9,000. 30,000 a year. Yeah. 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 And then I said to myself, I, I just want to see 10, right? Cause like I was working so hard. I was working from, from morning to night. And like I got up to nine thousand dollars, like I just I just wanted to get to ten. So I took a I took a ride to AC with a thousand dollars. I put Atlantic it City for those today. I don't recommend gambling to anyone. I do not recommend it. Whoa. Okay. I, so go ahead. Go, go, okay. It's so, about, yeah. It's about to get Tell crazy. So you you said you were at nine thousand. Yes, I was at nine thousand. And your goal was to get to ten thousand. Yeah, it was good. I just wanted to see ten. All right. Um, I was working at the bank and I left the bank. I, I, I was also substitute teaching as well. I was making hundred dollars a day. All right. So all I was right. kind of like I, I was doing a lot. Um, and I just, I just wanted to get to the 10. I went to AC, I put $1,000 on black, it hit. I won, all my friends are going crazy. And then we're celebrating. And then I go back, all right, and, and gamble with the money that I just won. I lost it. So now I'm, I'm back, I'm, I'm at zero, all right? I, I lost the money that I won, I lost the money I came there with. So now I got $9,000, so, so, so. I asked Hold my, on, did you take a, did you take a thousand from the 9,000? Yes. To where you were at 8,000? Yes, yes, so I'm gotcha, at eight. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. so I'm at eight. So I, I lost all of it, all right? So then I said to my, so I looked at my boy. Hold on, bro. I'm so sorry. I hate interrupting you, bro. <laughs> it's a funny story. You take a thousand dollars and you bet on black. Well, yep. I, I just said, look, if, if I lose it, whatever. If I wake it, I made my goal. Yep. Bet it on black. So <laughs> not that bold. So it, it gets crazy. I looked at my friend, right? Because he literally was with me when I lost it all. I said, look, let me borrow twenty dollars. I got. I know I got eight thousand dollars. I'm going to give you. Let me just get twenty dollars. I went back, I turned that twenty dollars to sixteen thousand. Sixteen thousand dollars. I kid you not. I still got the videos and everything on my phone. That's so sixteen thousand dollars. I'm like, wait, oh my God. It, it's crazy, man. I don't know how it happened. I was just playing with black and I was roulette. Like I it was 
it was ridiculous. Sixteen thousand dollars. So then um I go back home, right? Cause now I got the sixteen in the money, like, let's go. I'm ready to get this house. I so I go to my mortgage guy, and then the mortgage guy goes, All right, with the money that you just put in your bank account, you gotta let it season. So now I couldn't get a house. So I'm like, ah oh, man, I Well, you said it has you gotta let it season. It has to season, because you can't just put money into your bank account and then go ahead and try and buy a house. Like the money has to be sourced. Like, where did this money come from? I put it in cash. Mm. I went to AC. So you can't just stack cash. Nope. Like the 9,000 came from my job, right? So I can source that, the pay stuff. The $16,000 cash that I went and deposited in the bank, I had to like season for like three months. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, so if you're in the process of buying a house, I can't just give my brother $10,000 and he put it in his account and like, yo, we good. You can't do a cash, but what you can do is you can give him a cashier's check and call it a gift. So it's a difference between an actual cash and like an actual cashier's check because they can source the cashier's check knowing that it came from you, a family member, same name, gotcha. whatever. Oh, wow. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so you're here with, did you take the whole 16,000? You gave the, your friend this 20 bucks back, though. Oh, I did, I did. Okay. I, I, I gave him a little bit more than that, actually. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. What'd you give him? Uh, I, probably, I probably broke everyone for like like 200 bucks or something like that. Oh, where else yeah, you show yeah, love? Yeah, I show love to all my friends. Okay. Yeah. All right, bet, bet. All so, right, so you, you get back home. Yep, couldn't buy a house. Couldn't buy a house. So what I do was I went and, I want to go move like with two roommates in like some nice area in Dirt City downtown, waiting like three months to to buy a house. Um, and then what I did was I said, you know what? I got like twenty five thousand dollars in the bank. All right, mm. let me go back to AC. Do not gamble. Do not gamble. Oh, all right? I'm telling you, do man, not gamble. What's going on? It's, it's, a, it's a powerful story with this one. So I go back to AC now with five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars because my goal now was to make ten thousand dollars in a span of ten seconds. So I go to AC. I didn't even. I didn't even um like. You know, take anything out of my bag. Uh, I bet five thousand dollars on black. Sat at the table, and it hit. So, Yo, <laughs> when, why? When what? I set, when I set my mind to something, there's, there's no uh, like I'm I'm a, I'm a different type of animal. Uh, I different type of animal. I went there. Five thousand dollars on black. It hit. I didn't even flinch. My my one friend is like in the back, like, like jumping out of seat and everything. It hit. And then I put the five thousand that I won right back on black. Because remember, my goal was ten thousand in the span of ten seconds. I can't do this. I can't do this, bro. I'm getting anxiety. I wasn't even there. This was like years ago. So then I lost it, right? So I, I have my original five thousand. I should have got up and left. What I did was I bet my five thousand that I came in with, lost it. Now I went to the ATM, took out another five thousand, lost it. Then I went back again, lost it. And I probably, I probably gave AC back. I gave him back some money. Like, I, I blew it. I blew it. So then I went back home, and, you know, I, I moved back to the attic, right, in Patterson. You know, I moved back, and I'm, I'm beating myself. I'm like, I'm, I'm so damn stupid. Like, I'm so, I'm so, like, I worked so hard, right? I was substitute teaching from morning to night um, and working on weekends to, to just blow my money like that. So I said, I, I got to be smarter, all right? And then there's this other book um, called Cashflow Quadrant. Um, Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, by Robert Kiyosaki, the Milton book. I went back to substitute teaching that next day. I sat in the I sat in the the chair, and when I used to sell, I used to read the books, and I I, said, I can't do this. I, I cannot sit in the chair and make a hundred dollars a day to try and get back to the to where I was. What what can I do? And in in the book, he, there's four ways that rich that wealthy people gets paid. It's different between rich and wealth. The first is E, right? When you clock in, then you get paid, right? So when I clock in, I get paid. You're you're an employee. But then the next is S, sales. All right, so you, you you learn a trade, you learn something, you learn a skill that you can sell, whether it's cars, whether it's um, courses, whether it's um, real estate. And for me, I, I, I wanted to get into real estate. I wanted to buy my first house. So what? So I went, 
I left that same day from substitute teaching and then I registered to go get my real estate license. Um, and for two weeks, no one could hear from me. I, I studied, I studied, studied. When I, when I would drive, no matter listening to like, you know, music, I was listening to like the audio cassettes and then I, I passed the class. I passed the, uh, I passed the, uh, what, what is it? The state exam and I, I got my real estate license. And when I used to coach soccer, there was this office in Hoboken that was beautiful white office. And I, and like I said, one day I'm good. And I, I went straight there, so I passed my real estate license. Can, can I join you guys? I mean, I, and I did that, I got my real estate license. And then the first ever deal that I sold, which made me $6,000, um, was the house that I bought for myself, I represented myself. That's how I learned how to to work with buyers. I, I, I didn't even, I had a coach, but the coach really wasn't like helpful. I felt like I was bothering him. So then the first house that I sold was the house that I bought for myself. Mm. You know, and that's how I learned the, the home buying process. And the first house that I bought, it, it, it did what I wanted to do. It it, 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 it meant the goal. Um, I put down 3.5% down on a $170,000 house. $170,000 house. Okay. Um, I, I did a seller concession, which is uh, the seller paid for my closing costs. All I paid, all I had was $6,000. The $6,000 that, that I had in my bank account, I emptied it, it, it like in, into into uh, buying a home. I got paid afterwards, of course, but I went broke. All my $6,000 onto the house. And then- uh, Oh, so you went up to 24,000 in that savings account? Lost it, gambling. Like a, yeah. And then you went back down to 6,000 or all of it? I went, I, 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 I lost all of it pretty much. All of it, all of it, yeah. I, I lost I lost a lot. Talk about bet on black, golly. Yeah. But that was one of the pivotal, like, like one of the best moments of my life. Because if I wouldn't have done that, I would have probably still been coached. Um, like I would still been substitute teaching. I wouldn't have got my real estate license. Right, I wouldn't have, like I had to. I had to pass that exam. I I, I didn't stop. I had to. I gave myself no, and I then I did that. Mm. And, and you know, and and, and now I just, just this year I probably helped like fifty people. Like, like we're probably gonna sell like 50, 50 homes this year. Right, about twenty million dollars with the real estate, and the majority of the business is buyers. But that first home makes a thousand dollars a month. The first home. Yep. Okay. All right. Cool. So. We are, um, you, you're, you're, you lose all your money and then a low key depression yeah. ensues, right? And then, you know, you start reading this book and you say, okay, I'm gonna go get my real estate license. Mm -hmm. And then you buy your first house. Mm -hmm. And um, now what do you do? Like your, your first, you, you, bought, you, you bought your house. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing that when you lock in on being a realtor, like you are just an animal with it. I can imagine like you are a dog with it. Like, yo, I'm going straight in. Mm -hmm. So I got the first out at at 25, and then I was still in the attic. I was I, like the money, the money that because um, I was living at the house, but I had roommates. Um, but the, the the money that it, it was making, um, I was just saving it. And then I didn't I didn't get a new car. I was still working. Um, and then the house went up in value, refinance, paid the house up. Then I got the, I, I got the next house. And What's then, your house worth now? The one seventy. That one's worth three hundred, about three hundred thousand dollars now. Dang. Yeah. And I got the next house. That one, I bought that one for like 200. That one's worth maybe like 350 now. And that one's kind Hold of- on, did you leave, did you live in the second house? Oh uh, yes, I did, I did. So you bought the first house, you're living in it. Mm -hmm. It's a single family. Yep, no, multi. It's a multi-family, yep. two units, two or units. Two, two units. units. So you live in one side, rent mm -hmm. out the other side. Correct. And then you say, I'm gonna buy another house. Correct, and then I moved into that one. Moved into that one. Yo, yeah. just like the book. Yeah. You really followed the whole book, yeah. Yeah, step by step. And then what started to happen, I, I was still making like 30K with the other job. But now I had you the were extra still income. working at the bank. Yeah, yeah. Get that, the heck out of here! I, 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 um, I had to qualify for the income. Right, yeah. right, right. But but then at that at that time I was full time with soccer. So I so I actually uh yeah when did I leave the bank? 
Oh, you left. Oh, you left the bank. Then you went full time soccer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got you. Yeah. Soccer coaching. Yeah. And then I was just trying to be a, a realtor um, on the side, but I wasn't really doing much business because I was like doing a soccer. Majority of working class people work from nine to five. Then they want to go see houses on the weekends. But I'm coaching soccer and I'm doing games, so I couldn't really go all in with it. But that income was helping me qualify to buy the homes, which is what I really wanted to do. I wanted to own homes. Got you. So. Soccer coach, you have a multi unit, mm-hmm. and then you use that same job to qualify for the second home for yes. two hundred thousand. Yes, and you were living in that one. Correct. And what was this time frame of, I mean, of getting the next house? Yeah, like literally the next year. So I got the first one at, when I was twenty five, then the other one I got when I was twenty six. And are you living in the second home now? No. Okay. Tell me about the third property. So then the third property, right? Because I'm, I'm I'm trying to strategize with move my lender, saying how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? He goes, I You don't make that much money, right? But to me, I was making. I was I was all right. I was comfortable. I had the soccer, and then I had the extra. Like, I, if I wanted to be like just content, I could have been content, right? And I I could have been all right. Yeah. Could have been, but I didn't. I always wanted more. Always wanted more for myself. So then he goes, nine. This is when like this blew my mind. All right, this this, this gonna hit different because I was focused on making a thousand dollars a month. He goes, what if you try to make fifty thousand dollars a month? Mm. He goes, he goes, nine. You're so worried about now. I call it off, I call it offense and defense, right? I had great defense. Right. Like I, I, I would live in the attic. I would not spend no money. I was, I would save my, I would save my pennies to, to great defense. I, I delay gratification. I have amazing defense. But now there's offense, right? He goes, I just learn how to make more money. You're a realtor. Right? You're a realtor. There's realtors in this business that are killing it. And I'm like, he goes, he kept telling me, now you quit the soccer, quit the soccer, quit the soccer, quit the soccer, quit the soccer. This is this is how I was getting, qualified, getting qualified for, you know, um, my homes. So then one day I, I just said, you know what? All right. You know, cause I think I got fed up at, at something and like, you know, just working for someone else. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to do it. So then I, I quit the soccer after five years being there. Um, and then I had that fear. Right? Fear is a powerful thing. Before I was fearful because I didn't know if I would succeed as a realtor. Mm. But then once I quit my full time job, I put the fear behind me. And now I had to succeed. Yeah. I, I had to succeed. And then that year, I, I sold $10 million worth of real estate. Mm. $10 million worth of real estate. Yeah, I made a post today. And um, and I think I'm going to make a follow-up post behind it. But um, I made a post that said, I hope you get fired from your job today. Mm. And it forces you to build your business. I hope you get fired today. Right? Because if, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, God's timing is perfect. Mm. Right? But if you'd had the conversation a year earlier and your mentor was like, quit, 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 and you have this epiphany and you quit earlier, you probably get $50 million. You know, you, uh, exactly. Like, you feel me? Exactly. So I, I think life has a way of forcing us out and you put yourself in a position to say, okay, I need to have my back against the wall a little mm-hmm. bit. So you quit your job. At this point, you have two properties. Correct. When you quit your job. Correct. So I had the cash flow coming in. Yeah. Oh, cause, so, yeah. So you got full cash flow coming in from the first property, mm-hmm. both sides. Yeah. And then you're living in the second one. Correct. Then, so walk me through getting your third. So then the third, um, after some time, I actually moved out of the, the, the second one. I went to go like rent in, uh, in Montclair. Um, then I rented out where I was, where I was living. And then the third. Oh, you rented out the place that you're living yeah. to rent somewhere else? Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, Grant Cardone, he says, uh, he says, own what you rent and rent where you live, right? So for, for, own, own what you rent and rent where you live. What do you rent and rent? Where you live. Where you live. Yeah. Okay, break it down. So for me, I was, I was living in the, the studio apartment of, uh, of, of, of one of my properties. And that property was probably cash flow on $750. Mm-hmm. 
And then I could rent that studio out, and, and it was in the basement, the studio. Mm. I can rent that studio out for $750. Now that property is gonna make $1,500. Um, and then I and then I can go rent like let's say in uh, in Montclair, which is a, a, a great area for like seven hundred dollars a month. So it was it was kind of like a wash. So I was living in like a better area, and I was just renting that out. So for me, it's like the flexibility. Like I can go and live and move wherever I want. Mm. So all the money that I made after selling ten million dollars worth of real estate, and I, I couldn't use like my income yet because I I got to follow for two years. So I did like a, a no doc loan. So they, they're, they're charging me like 7% on the rate, but I put down like 15% on, on my third property, like 15, 20% on my third property. All the money I made, I emptied it. Even the money that I owed Uncle Sam. Mm. Yeah, so so now I had now I had to work even harder to make the money to pay for Uncle Sam the next year. And I'm, I'm never doing that again. I always, you always got to put away like 30, 30% for Uncle Sam. Um, so, so that made me work even harder to, to get out of that hole, you know, but that's how much I believe in real estate. I would go broke. I was, you know, and I got my third property. Yeah, you know, I got my third property. So you got your third property to live. Okay, so you leave your second property Mm -hmm. and you start renting another place. Mm -hmm. And in the process of renting, while you're renting that place, you Mm -hmm. buy another property. Correct. Did you move into the third property? No, the 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 one no, the third property was strictly investment. Hmm. Mm -hmm. How much you pay for pay for that? That one I bought for two hundred ten thousand. How many properties do you have? Right now, I have three properties, total seven units. Three properties, seven units. So the third property was a quad or? That one's a two family. Two family. Two family. So two family for for, for the first one. The third is a th- uh, the second, the third. Huh? So the first home is a two family. The second home is a three family. Oh, gotcha. And then the uh, third one is a two family. Oh, gotcha. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. And you acquired all of this in the last two years or so? Yeah, so I got a house a year. So I got a house when I was 25, then I got the second one at 26, then I got the other one at 27. Gotcha. You're 29 now. Now I'm 29. Why'd you slow down on the process? So I slowed down because I started investing in my business. Right? So even now I beat myself. I was was actually um, under contract on a home trying to close it out for this year, just just to say I got one every year. Right. Um, but I, I I learned the business, right? And and I'm, I'm growing. And uh, the majority of the money that I've made, I've just been investing back into my business, back to my business, because I know it's going to be able to produce more for me to go even bigger and, and get more. So like next year, my goal is to get two properties to, mm. to make up for it. To make up for yeah. it. Okay, gotcha, you know? gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah. So... So walk walk me through being this all star realtor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you leave your job, you know, coaching soccer. Yes, and you go in on this whole real estate agent thing. Mm-hmm. Where do you start? So I started by just um, getting the information, right? Getting more information. Because before when I was doing, I was doing it as a job. I joined uh, I joined some guy's team. I didn't even want to really join his team, but my my, my mortgage guy he recommended I join the guy's team to learn this an actual business. I saw that the guy had assistance, all right? The guy, um, he had systems, right? He had structure. Me, I was just working off my phone, right? Like just very unorganized, figuring out, all right, who's next, right? Just, just a lot of little different things. I got the hustle, I got the drive. I just didn't have the information of, of knowing how to run it as a business. And then once I understood that, and like, I didn't really need to be on this team anymore, right? Because I, I knew that I could generate leads, right? I, right. I, I knew, I just had to figure out the system and then I figured out the system. So for me, what it was, I gotta meet at least 10 new people a day, right? Everyone has to know me, right? Everyone has to know me. And then like, I, I know how to help buyers, right? Cause I, I the first house that I did was- You are my, my own. Yeah. So now I, I just started on Instagram giving information saying, hey guys, like I'm, I'm living in Montclair, like pretty much rent free. Cause like one of my properties is paying for me to live here, mm-hmm. right? Like, right, so, right. and- So and, you still rent right now? 
I do. That's so cool. Yeah. And I, and I'm, I actually just moved, so like some like a nice like luxury kind of place. But enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM. You'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. So, but, but people were seeing what real estate was doing for my life, and then I, I was just giving information. Like, hey, I can help you, right? I, 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 I can like literally help you guys do the right. same. So for me, it, it came down to me helping people also do the same, and at the same time, my business grew from that. Mm. And then like I, I just had systems in place, like a CRM. I wasn't working my phone. CRM, yeah, it, like a CRM. Um, what does that stand for? Customer relationship manager. Yeah, I was trying to help my audience. Yeah. <laughs> So now I got my all my database there. So um, I'm adding to the database. Start people are getting emails. Um, like this is very organized. I got assistant. Then I hired my first assistant. Um, even hired my first assistant was, was great. I'm like, well, I'm about to hire my first assistant. So I hired my first assistant. I hired a, a second assistant. Right. Her job was to manage the leads, and then the other assistant was to manage the paperwork. So now, what did that does for me? That gives me more time to go out and go and get more business. Get your people, yeah. Go ahead and get more business. So it's, it's a simple system. Once you figure out the system, so for me, it was a matter. All right, I'm going to get. I told my assistant when I when I was like, I'm all in real estate. Pack my schedule. I don't care. Just pack my schedule. If I got to be in uh, Florida at one o'clock tomorrow to show house, I'm, I'm going to be doing that. So literally, she would just pack my schedule, contact my, contact my lease, say, hey, what, what home what home do you want to see? And she would just schedule it. And I would just go, close the deal, hold on, lock man. it up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you selling properties in different states? No, no, only New Jersey. I was just being like, sarc- I was just oh, gotcha. Oh, like, yeah, okay, I got I, I, you. I was about to say, brother, we about yeah. to get into this. <laughs> not yet, not yet. Right, not right, right. Yet. Okay. So then I, I would go on, on, on the showings. I will you know, create the relationship, right? Because it's also a relationship business. Create the relationship and I would just lock the deal up, get it on the contract, and then find the next buyer. Boom. Knock. And then I just started filling the pipeline, filling the pipeline. I call it loading the clip. And then I, I went from having no deals on the contract to five deals pending to 10 deals pending mm. to 15 deals. And it just... It, it, it just grew, right? And then once you build the pipeline, then you, you, your business is going to do well, right? Because that's how you're going to have a closer next month. Because you've right. got nothing in the pipeline, then you're not going to do any business. So it's, it's a system. Yeah. New people, right? What do they want? Set them up on the criteria, CRM, go, go on the show, get them on the contract, and then it just, and then close. And it's just a, says, yeah. I, I figured out the system. Wow. That's awesome. Is it a, is it a big shock from uh, a soccer coach to... Absolutely. One of the top realtors in Jersey. A- absolutely, man. Absolutely. Like for me, it's like it's like it's like whiplash. You know, like it's, it's like whiplash. I could. I remember. I used to drive a hoopty. I used to like. I, I I used to live like in an attic, and and now I'm living in Montclair, and now I'm I'm living in like North Berkeley, with a view of the city, and I got my dream car as well, BMW i8. 
and and it's it's, it's 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 life is different, man. Life is different. Like I'm so confident. And once I once I did once I sold the ten million, I knew that I knew that it was only the beginning, right? Because when 2020 was coming, or 2020 was coming, and then I, I went out to new to New Year's Eve party. One of my friends. Everyone is like enjoying life and like like enjoying the party. Me, I'm in the corner with my hoodie on, just like just thinking about the next decade. Right? Because I remember when I was I remember when it was 2009. Right, I was graduating high school, and I was thinking about college, and I, I wasn't really sure what I was gonna do, you know. But I found myself in that moment. I I know what I'm gonna do. Mm. I'm gonna grow my business. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna buy more. Pro- I'm gonna I'm gonna take over. Like did I have control? Right before before I, I I felt like I was blaming my mom and this and that right because of my situation. But no, I realized that no, I have control. I got to get the information. I, I have control over my future. And then two two months two months later, February, I got my dream car. All right and 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 that kind of like I use that kind of like for marketing as well, kind of right. And and it paid for itself already at this point. Right. And but then at, in March the world shuts down, global pandemic, mm-hmm. global pandemic, right? So right. now, now what happens? Fear comes back. Right? Fear comes back for a little bit. And I'm like, damn, I just got my dream car. What, mm. what, what, what if my tenants don't pay no pay, pay the rent? Right. So then at that moment, I could start blaming the pandemic. I could start blaming this person, that person, that, right? I still got a text message right now, and I'll, and I'll show you, of me tech, me talking to my mortgage guy. And he's out at the grocery store at 8 p.m. going to go buy. <laughs> There's no shot to him at all. But everyone was, like, panicking, right? Buying toilet paper and, and loading up on food. Right. And I'm home, like, like trying to lock up a deal. Right? I sent them a client. They pre-approved this client. And then I'm gonna show I'm gonna show you the message. You can see like this this isn't. Yeah. And then you, like you, you can, can I show you right now? Yeah, so, please. So, so, so you can see like please. the passion in this text. Absolutely. Hold on. Absolutely, yo. That's because <laughs> I want I want to hear his disposition uh-huh. on it. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. Check it out. One second. Jam. That's funny. Check this out. You know, so uh, awesome that uh, I, I mean it was not awesome, but um, I guess some entrepreneurs were really going to so says. You know what? I'll turn around. You got it. Bro, go get food. Why the F food shops at 8 p.m.? I'm trying to lie. <laughs> he said, oh, he said, who the F food shops at 8 p.m.? I'm trying to lock up 425,000 deals. You worrying about toilet paper. Everyone is panicking, effing up the economy. I'm working through this S. You are tight right now. Oh, someone will get poorer after this, all do, after all this done, and some will get richer. I know what side I'm on. If I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down effing swinging. Why everyone is home afraid, not working? And then the guy says, no, you're working dumb. And you say, I'm doing my job. And guess what happened next month? Whatever. I had my best month ever. My next, that, that, in January, February, March, April, I had my best month ever in real estate. And then that momentum just, just continued on, continued on. Fear, man, is a powerful thing. Wow. The next, like, and that's your mortgage loan, the one who has to approve yes, the this, loan. This, this and you're like, yo, world. bro, what are we doing? Yeah, like that, that, that's the energy that I have, you know, like, and I, and it was, it was uncertainty, but like, but at that moment, right, I, I, I chose, I, I, I chose, like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm not going to rely on a stimulus check. I'm not. I'm not going to rely on the government. I'm not going to rely on anyone. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to work through it. And and, and and I did that. You know, like, even during the midst of a global pandemic, everyone from New York now wanted to start um, coming to, uh, to uh, what do you call it, New Jersey, the race of low. You know, I, I found the opportunity. I figured it out, and, and I'm going to keep it going, right? And and now it's got to be smart with the money because the money that you make, 
I got you got to make sure you're investing it, right? Yeah. Like, so, so that's why I mentioned that I'm putting away like five ten percent because I want to make sure I'm I'm still investing in my business, but also I'm parking you know some of this money back into real estate. Gotcha. All right, and I got two like kind of mm-hmm. the the questions kind of split because the one I want to talk about the relationship with that mortgage lender, yeah. right? Because yeah. he's what what was so crazy is. He admittedly said, yo, I'm scared, bro. He said, yo, you're dumb. He said, you're working dumb. Yeah, that's what he said. I'll, I'll work. That's, that's, the, that's the next thing. Like, you just got to outwork people. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I, I'll outwork people. Like, the guy who, who um, I joined his, he I joined said, his who team. who the F food shops at 8 p.m.? <laughs> I'm trying to close with 425000 <laughs> <laughs> Who the F food shops? All right. I'm sorry. Please. No, it's like that, that's the next one. I, I would I work someone. Right, like, I would work on weekends. I like I, I got a picture when I'm in um like Miami with my friends and I I'm on my laptop sending out offers. Like I I will always work. That's just gotta work from morning till night. I will work and then eventually you figure out a way to start leveraging and whatever. But I'm all about like you just gotta work. Yeah, yeah. All right, so. How's the relationship with that lender? Is he? Oh, we, we still do business to this day. Good, and, good. and now I'm his top realtor. God. He goes, he, he, I give him, I give him 100% credit, you know, cause he yeah. started, he helped me start thinking about the offense. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, I, I tell him, I've texted him, I say thank you, you know, yeah. and, and because of that, and because of like when I was just a soccer guy making, you know, not, not that much money, he saw something in me, he believed in me. Yeah. And so that, that, that's why like, you know, we do a lot of business together. We co market. And I and like you know I, they also like a, a great bank so I, we do a lot of business but now on my DMs I'm getting a lot of messages from other lenders wanting to do business with me and stuff like that but I, I have a sense of loyalty you know to, to to someone who believed in me when I was doing nothing so that's why I, you know the first referral I'm sending it to him mm-hmm. you know and then for some odd reason he drops the ball then I you know I, I'll text him hey man like you sleeping you know right. like you about to lose the client you know like so we kind of hold each other accountable amazing amazing okay so. You kind of alluded to some things that he was like, yo, I have to make sure I'm investing back in my business. Did you go too crazy with the money? Um, What do you mean? Were you irresponsible with the money as it starts to come in? Because with real estate, right? Yeah, you get, yeah. you know, a $400,000 deal. You get, let's just say 3%, 3% yeah, 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 of that is 12 yeah. grand. Yeah. Were you irresponsible with the money? Uh, I, I would say I can be smart with my money. I, 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 I would say, right? Can we all? Because... Yeah. Because what started to happen is like, I'm just so confident in my ability to make money, right? Like I, I would just, I would, instead of saying I can't afford something, I'm gonna say, how can I, right? So if I had that mentality, it's like, I feel like I, I, I don't care what anything costs. I don't, like today when I stay, I'm only here for what, a day? I, I, I'm in like some penthouse Airbnb. Right, like when I went to on vacation one time, like I ran in my dream car, and you know, like, I, like it, but again, you you have to be, you know, you have to get to a certain point where you know your yourself, you know your business, like you know your tolerance, and then you know you just got to just start to, uh, you know, and and, and uh, but a lot of people have that mentality, um, like you know, um, athletes or even a lot of people in two thousand eight when the crash yeah. came, yeah. like the money was flowing yeah. from what yeah. I'm told, yeah. right. Yeah. And they're like, yo, we, I'm, oh, I'm get to the bag, yeah, right? Yeah. So um, after that situation, when that stream of income slowed down, they got mm-hmm. caught with their pants down. 100%. Do you ever feel nervous about that happening to you? I think about it, but no. Because of, because of like my- like, You used to be such a defensive player. Now you're straight offense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> be- be- because it's, it's a confidence, right? Like, cause no one could take- Take away what I know. Yeah, like I know how to like I know how to uh, run a business. I know how to to go from from nothing to something. So it was, 
I can lose it all right now. I mean, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get, I'll, I'll get it back. Whether well, it doesn't have to be selling real estate, I'm, 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 it could be something else. And I'm actually mm-hmm. working on a couple of other things because it's all about um, having multi streams of income. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm actually working on developing like an online course kind of thing, mm-hmm. trying to like scale that. What are you gonna be teaching? Um, I'm gonna be teaching like financial literacy, like more like in, in details about like real estate and not even even real estate, like just like opening up a business and like mm-hmm. changing your life, yeah. right? Because like I, I feel like I invested so much into my my myself, my brain. I have so much knowledge and mm-hmm. and like and I give this on Instagram. I, I give a majority of of, of this. I run, I rented out uh like a, 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 what is it like a space at at the college for three thousand dollars. I bought like five hundred seats. I went. I went around, start hitting the college, um, college door, um, dorms, and like, hey, I got this flyer. You gotta come check out my event. I'm gonna be speaking along with like, I had like other people. Uh, PTG 365, Brandon Meffert. He went. He went. Um, my house, Graham, Leonard Pearson, and another friend of mine, Mauricio, like business owners. And like, I said, come to this event. It's for free for college students because I just want you to get some information that can help you that I didn't have. Right. That's why I did that. And then for other people, I, I was charging like twenty dollars. About I had like a hundred people. Hundred people came. Right. And it was free. And and, and at that moment. I realized that, you know, like you can give the information and some people won't even do anything with it. You know, like when I was living in the attic, driving hoop, and I would tell my other friend, like, I'm going to buy a house. Like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm telling them how. Right. And they, you know, so. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. That's why I wanted to build some kind of course where people are going to be willing to invest in themselves. Yeah. And then, because when you invest in yourself, then it's a little bit more personal, right? It's mm-hmm. just like you, you put your dollar, you want to get your worth out of it. For sure, for sure. So I'm, I'm going to try and give value that's going to ha- create impact and help literally change people's lives. You mm. know, like literally change people's lives. You should do it again and book me to speak in Jersey. I'd love to come back there. Let's, let's make it happen. <laughs> let's make it happen. <laughs> that would be awesome. I think let's that would be great. I, I really like, I like your mentality, man. I really, really do. Is it mentality or mentality? Mentality, right? Yeah, I love your mentality. Just, it's a, uh, a conf, it's, it's a calculated confidence. Yes. Um, I still think you probably for, should, I, I mean, especially, well, I don't know. It's it, it's it's hard. It's hard for me, right? Because mm-hmm. I was in the market of getting a Rolex, mm-hmm. and I didn't get it mm-hmm. because I realized that I was I wanted it, but I kind it was like I kind of wanted it, yeah, yeah, but then I realized I wanted it because a lot of my friends have it, yeah. and I said that would be financially irresponsible. But yeah. on, on the on the offensive side, yeah, I yeah. say y'all make more than enough money to yeah. go get a watch. I can yeah. go get. I, yeah. It was it was thirteen thousand two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. The taxes were eleven hundred dollars, so it was about fourteen um, fifty around around fourteen four or something like that. And I'm like, all right, I can go get it, but I I, I can't get out of my head that this fourteen thousand dollars can go into a property. Mm-hmm. I can buy a whole house. Very true. For fourteen, fifteen thousand dollars, or I can buy a ninety, you know, the eighty percent. I can buy a ninety thousand dollar. So uh, that's the thing that plays in my head. But sometimes I need to adopt that. Yeah, I'll go make some more money. Just make my make myself happy. I think you got to have the balance. Yeah, like, you, you got to have. Kind of watch you got. I just gotta see. Oh, Movado. Yeah, mine doesn't work though. The <laughs> yeah, my mentor. My mentor is like, and I was telling him about the Rolex thing, and he said, 
I said, would you get it? He said, no. I said, why not? He said, when people ask me for the time, even if I have a, he said, I have a, a $60,000 watch. I'm still going to look at my phone for the mm-hmm. time. It's mm-hmm. just for a piece. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it doesn't work. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I think it's about the balance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about the balance. You like, I, I, like I had the defense. Like, I, I, I know the defense, but now like, I have, the, I have the offense. And like, for me, I'm kind of like a, a, addicted to like pushing myself. Mm-hmm. So like, like, yeah, I have my dream car now, which I'm paying for. Um, then I'm, I also just move to like a, a place like the rent's like $3,000, like $3,500. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't even want, want, really want to do it, but then I did it. Dang. But it pushes me. Yeah. Right? Because now I'm like, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not going to be content. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I could be content. I can literally like, for sure. I don't got to stay under the house and all my bills will be paid. Mm-hmm. Right? But for me, it's, it's bigger than me because I want to impact my family, impact others. And it's like, how can I do that? Right? Like, how, how can I do it? So I got to be better. I got to be bigger. I got to grow. So, so I'm gonna do whatever it takes to continue to make myself uncomfortable because I'm addicted to the growth. Because I know I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna figure it out mm-hmm. and, and take myself to another level. Yeah. So that I'm, I'm able to to have it all figured out. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So what do you teach lazy people to get them out of that? I mean, to be honest, man, I I, I think that with lazy people, they have to realize that if they want change, it has to start within them, right? Something has to something has to happen. For them to say enough is enough. If that doesn't happen, it's very hard. Yeah, it's, it's very hard, right? So something something has to happen, you know, for them. For me, I try to get people's attention, right, and and and, and hopefully that can trigger something, right. you know, with, within them. Um, but you know, like, I, and, and it, it happens. Everyone has their own pace. Everyone has their own race, you know. And it, it takes time. You know, yeah. it takes time. You know, it's, it's just a great question. Yeah, because you know? it seems like there there's somebody that's watching this, and they know they're lazy. Yeah, and they're like, dang, I wish I had that drive. That mm-hmm. make yourself uncomfortable. You got to figure out. They got to figure out how to make themselves uncomfortable, and they got to want to change. You know, it's it's real simple. Yeah, but you know, some people that when they get uncomfortable, their whole goal is to seek how to be comfortable again. Mm. And some people it doesn't push them, mm-hmm. right? So it's like um, um, uh, I heard this guy say his name is Dar- Darnell Self. He said if a baby is being abused and like the child protective services come to like take the baby from the abusive household, mm. the baby will cry to go back to the same mom that abused it mm. because it rather have a known abuse than the unknown. So a child, like, for instance, if, um, you know, there are going to be some people who have a job and they're comfortable and they say, I'm going to be this entrepreneur. The first sign of being uncomfortable, they're like, oh, let me, I just just got to go get another job. You feel me? So I I think for for different people, being uncomfortable has different effects. Mm. But I think it's important for us to have this conversation because some people, even after I said it, are like, yo, that might be my pattern. Mm. You know, anybody in your life that has that. Like no matter what you say or how uncomfortable they get, they're always gonna be them. Yep, I know. I know people. I think we all know someone like that. Yeah. You know, one hundred percent. Like I got people that are close to me. Yeah, some people that are close to me that are, that are like that. That's the hardest person to reach, ain't it? It's the hardest, especially because they remember you as a soccer coach. Have you had to like deal with? Let me ask you this: Were you a different person as a soccer coach? <sighs> I definitely was. I definitely was. Uh, I, I would say. I was, um, cause now I'm just, I, I just feel like an animal. Like, yeah. like, 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 cause I'm going to do whatever it takes to, to get to where I got to go. You know, over there, it was like less, like, I, I like I was figuring it out, you know, I was coaching soccer. I had the income coming out. I, I'm thinking, you know, this is all right. You know, let's take my time and get, get the next house. I'm going to figure it out. Right. 
So, but but now I'm I'm definitely a, a different person because I have to become a different person to to, to push myself to, to to newer levels, right? Mm-hmm. Like to, to to higher levels. But I always believed in myself, man. I, I always I always believed in myself. Like I always had something within me. It's like it's like a like a like a little flame, mm-hmm. you know, a little flame, and I just have to turn the flame up, right? Turn the flame up, and and it's lit. Mm, it's lit right now. <laughs> that was an entendre right there. It's lit. The flame is lit, but right now mm-hmm. it's lit. Yeah. I mean, are you dating? Um, I am, you know, I am with the whole breath, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, got a little something going on. Yeah, you know, we, you know, fix, you know, just, uh, you know, seeing, seeing what happens with it, just figuring it out. Figuring it out. Yeah, figuring so it out. you're accepting DMs right now. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm seat, man. Your DMs are open right I'm, now. I'm focused right now. That's why I'm focused. I dig it. So, so, so tell me about that area of your life while being so focused. Because you're so driven. You're yeah. so laser focused. And you seem like you're not letting anybody take you off your path. Mm. How does that affect your relationships? It's affects man. It's, it's affects it a lot because I have trust issues. You know, like I have trust issues. Um, Sprouting from where? Like college, like college. I had a relationship that ended bad. Like literally, like maybe the next day, I saw the girl holding hands with some dude down. There, you know, man. And then like three years after that, you know, four years after that, I was, you know, let me get in another relationship. Um, and then that one ended bad. The, the, literally the day we broke up, the next day, um, she was like uh, leaving her her exes. Ex's car, like I'm, I, I, I seen it. Like, like been so, there, brother. I've been you know there. what I mean? So, like, so that's trust. So, you know, I got trust. And then, you know, some, something kind of happened like last, like last year, also. Like, I wasn't kind of, kind of recently as well, but that happened because I was so focused on my business and focused on the global pan, like the, the pandemic happening. I was focused on myself, focused on business, focused on what I got to do. And then I guess the person felt like they wasn't getting like enough attention or whatever. And then, you know, kind of like a situation happened kind of thing. And, you know, so for me, it's like, oh, I, I, I have trust three, three cheaters. Call it, yeah, man. Yeah, trust yeah, issues. Yeah, I got, right I got, now, I got trust issues, you know, and, 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 and that's fair. That's, you yeah. know, that's that, you know, like when you hear trust issues, you think in a negative light. Yeah. Given that situation, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. You know, and like, and what I trust, what I have control over is my life. You know, I don't have any control over anyone else, but I know I have control over taking myself to the next level. And that's why I'm so addicted to it, you know? Because that's the, that's the thing that um, business will be loyal to you. Exactly. Especially when you know you're working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. Yo, I know without a shadow of a doubt, I can go get a bag from somewhere. Right. My entrepreneurial, I can come up with an idea and it's going to make, like that relate the relationship I have with entrepreneurship, yeah. man, yeah. like you in, in real estate, like, yo, as long as I got this license, yeah. I'm going to be all right. Yeah. Dang. And I guess, you know, the, I, you know, you're, you're the lady you were with, you know, they're not getting attention, so they're going to go get some attention. Exactly. When do you put that down? When do you, when I'm do still you, figuring that out. I, I, you got a book for me? Let me know. I'm, nah, I'm looking for a book nah, on I'm that. I'm sure. No one's perfect. Yeah, you know for sure. I, mean? I don't know why my out. wife married me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You say I got so. lucky, brother. She is. She's super. She's super patient with mm-hmm. me, and I'm. Um, she makes me want to just be home by six. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think you'll find that one mm. that. Um, and, and what's so crazy is, and I was thinking about this the other day, and I wanted to make a make it a post. It seems like being single should be the cheat code to entrepreneurship, but it's not. I, I agree, actually. I agree. Because you have more time, more mm-hmm. time to more focus, focus. But for some reason, it's not, bro. Mm. Because what, what I started to do was I would cut the fat. There are like some really important things that we need to do, right? Mm. And there's some systems that need to be set up. And the only reason I set those up is because I wanted to be home by five or six o'clock. 
and once I started to come compress my activity, it exploded. Mm-hmm. And I don't do much after, I don't do a whole lot after six o'clock. And business started to grow. No, you, that's, that's definitely good. It's like, like kind of like having an anchor, right? So it's like, like you, you know you're going to take off, but you, you also need like some kind of steadiness, you know? So I, 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 I admire that, man. You that's think awesome. you're ready? You think you're ready for that though? Because you got a lot of issues to deal with in terms of really <laughs> trust, right? Yeah. You break the trust, man. It's, it's hard. I don't care how much motivational yeah. stuff you want. When you go through it yeah. a couple times, I, I've been there, man. It's like, it's hard breaking out of that, man. Yeah. Mm. But right now, you focus on business anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, got a lot, I got a lot of things to do, man. Got a lot of things to do, you know? It's, yeah. only, it's only the beginning. That's amazing. All right, so... Um, um, I, I wanted to like uh, touch on kind of like some some nuts and bolts yeah, of yeah. success. If okay. you had to kind of wrap in, you know, a few major keys that somebody can take and say, yo, this is what I need to do to be successful. What would be your best points? Um, the best points, um, like number one, you got to be willing to like invest in yourself, right? Ed- educate yourself, get the information. Um like with whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is like figure out what it is that you like love, what is like you're passionate for. Like I was passionate about real estate because it, ch- it changed my life, mm. right? Like once, once the light bulb went on. So you got to find out something you love, something you're passionate about, learn everything there is to know about it. So that's going to take some time, right? That's going to take some time. Like I have a library of books, you know, like um, I went to seminars, um, I, I bought courses, you know, I listened to podcasts. I, it, I went through a, a lot, like a lot of hours went into educating myself, right? a lot of hours. So is, is that, and then you gotta, you know, set a goal, right? Like, what do you want? Some people, like, they don't even know what they want, right? Like, like, what is that you want? Do you, do you have it written down, right? Are you passionate about it? Like, do you know your targets? Do you know your goals? I, I, I will wake up every morning and write down my goals. I got the book, like, literally, like, I want to own X amount of property. I want a BMW I8, kind of Miami. I, I want to change my family's life, you know, and I'll wake up the next day and, and write it over. Number one realtor, you know, in, in New Jersey, I, I, I write the goals down. I'm passionate about it. Always reminding myself. So you, you got to be passionate and, and, and know what your targets are. Know your goals. Envision it. Have, have it drawn out. Um, you got to be obsessed. You know, you got to be obsessed. And I know it's easier said than done, but it's it's, it's, it's the truth. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot, man. It's, it's, it's a lot. Is there a way to develop obsession? And like the, the like the, the desire, that thirst, that hunger. Is there a way to develop that? I, I think it will come once once someone finds what they're passionate about, mm-hmm. right? And then like I think it will come like once you find when you once you know something that you love, and then you know just just get. Us, I think it's possible. You know, I think it's possible. Like, what do you love? Like everyone likes something. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's people. Like I make fun of people who make who play video games and like all the time, like you're playing video games. You know, when you, we can be you know reading book or doing this and that and that. And when, right. it, when there's people that make money off of real, of you know video games for sure, like millions, 100%, yeah. You know, you know what I mean. So like this, whatever it is that you're doing, you're good at. Just figure out a way to you know monopolize that. Like I was good at soccer, so I, I got the, the the job coaching soccer. You know, and became a coach and I educated myself and I got a higher license as coach. Like. I, I could have, you know, make a good living as, as a coach and kept buying like, you know, one house a year and whatever. And, mm-hmm. You know, so whatever is that, that you're doing, like, what did you want? Like, you got to figure it out and make it happen. You know, you got to take the action. Gotcha. All right. So what do you have to do to prepare to get a house? Like from a, let's, let's switch gears into yeah. realtor mode. Yeah. I want to buy a house. Like, that's all I want to do. I just need to buy a house. Yeah. What do I have to prepare myself? What do I have to prepare? So 
first and foremost, you're going to need to prepare the financing. So you're going to have to have um, W-2s, right? So for the last two years, are you um, employed and are you on the books, mm. right? So making sure that you have a steady flow of income because the, the bank wants to see that. Um, you need good credit. So you got to- what, what if I'm an entrepreneur? If you're an entrepreneur. And I make the money, but I can't get a house. Do you pay taxes on the money that you're making? I mean, not really. So then you got you to you, you start- sh- Trying to show some money, not all of it yeah. if you don't want to, but you know, show some money on the W 2s or do a no doc stated loan and you know, put down a larger down payment. They still do no doc, yeah, yeah. I thought that was like a part of the crash of 2018. All these no doc loans, no, they, they got it, they still underwrite the file much better than when, when they were back in 2008. You know, they're going to make sure that the property, um, cash flow will, you know, the cash, the gross rent will pay the mortgage and that there's more left over. Make sure they're gonna put. That, they're gonna make sure that you put down X amount of dollars, like twenty percent. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna kill you on a rate like seven percent. Mm-hmm. You know, but like the third house I bought, that's that's the, that's the loan that I used. Gotcha. Because I quit the soccer, so I need I had to do that. Right, but you you know like most entrepreneurs will make money, but at the end of the day, your tax guy was like, okay, how much does you want to write off? You're like all of it, and you wound up making fifty eight thousand dollars. Yeah, so you got you got to you got to show a little. No, show a little. Yeah. Speak to a mortgage guy and, you know, strategize a plan yeah. of how much money should I show to qualify for X amount um, from the bank. Yeah, got it, got it. Okay. All right, so that that's that, the, the showing of the income. How much, how long do I need? Like how much money? No, well, I guess give me both. Like how much money do I need to see? Um, how long, how many W-2s do I need? How many years of? Last two years. Last two years. Last two years. Um, how well, much down? I see people get a house with less than two years of W-2s though. Well, were they employed with a different like job? Yeah. So as long as there was like no gap of employment. Oh. Yeah, so that works as well. There was no gap oh, gotcha. of employment. Okay, 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 gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool, cool. So two years uh, of steady. So I can literally work at McDonald's for six months, go to Wendy's for another six months, mm-hmm. Target, then Walmart. Might be able to get a little house, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going to be no big yeah. house. But as long as there's no gap in employment, mm-hmm. they'll take all of that and be able to underwrite the loan. Yep, you just got to have all like you know, the W-2s to show that you were employed. Got it, got it. Okay, credit-wise. Yeah. What else? What else for credit? Credit-wise, you know, definitely you want to be 650 or better. You know, mm-hmm. there's some people that are buying homes with 580, you know, like between 580 and like us. Uh, 650, like between there, but they're going to kill you on a rate. But yeah. I mean, it's possible with an FHA loan, you can yeah. put down 3.5% down, you know, but you definitely got to protect your credit. Got you. Got you. Okay. Anything else I need to prepare? Uh, that, That's really it with credit. That's, mm-hmm. that's really, you got to just make sure that, you know. But I'm talking about in the buying home process, period. Yeah. So credit, um, you got to, you know, sh- show money. So that way you can get the loan, have a, have a realtor, you know, have a realtor. Um, I, I recommend research the market that you want to buy in, right? Know the area, um, know what kind of house that you want to get. Is it a single family, is it a multifamily, is it a condo, is it a townhouse? So like, you know. Why do I need a realtor? And I was a real estate agent, mm-hmm. so, but uh, why do I need- Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The realtors, do, do they, are they just uh, the people who just, you know, prepare the paperwork? Because most people go to like Zillow, they find yeah, their yeah. own home. No, it's, it's bigger. Like, because the realtor, they have 
the knowledge, right? They they are the experts in the field. So the realtor know the process from start to finish. The realtor has, you know, the, the right people, the vendors, like the mortgage guy, the attorney, um, title. Um, so they're going to make sure that the process, a very smooth process from start all the way to finish, yeah. right? Because it's, it's buying a home. It's a very, it's one of like the largest assets you, you can buy, mm-hmm. right? So you, you, you don't want to jump in doing it blindly and not know what you're doing, right? Yeah. And then buy a house with no realtor and, you know, maybe you overpaid or, or, or maybe there's liens on the property. For sure. You know, and it's, it's, it's a, lot goes, a lot goes into buying a house. Yeah. You know, and like someone like myself, I've been in it for five years. I have a, an entire team. You know, I got assistants. Um, I, I got I got the attorneys, the best. I got the the mortgage guy, the best. I got home inspectors, um, title company. So I have everything to make sure that if anyone's buying a house with me, it's just going to be done right. Solid, solid. Yeah, you know, you got you got to okay. know what they're doing. Okay. All right. So what if I ain't got none of that? W two none of that. I just got bread. You just got bread. Then I just got bread. And 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 a situation like that, find someone who has that and partner with them, like who don't have the money. Mm. All right, partner. Gotcha. Zero. Um, what's better, zero percent of nothing or fifty percent of something? There's situations like that. People DM me all the time, want to give me money. Like, hey, bro, I don't got, you know. Wow. <laughs> sorry about that. No, you're oh, good. I'm, I'm sorry about that. So I recommend partnering. Mm. Okay. So what? Is, so sometimes you can get into a loan where you just got to put twenty percent down. What is that type of situation? That's a conventional. That's a conventional loan. What so, do you need for that? Same stuff. Yeah, same stuff. Same stuff. Twenty percent down. So you still need a W two joint, or I heard it's like less strenuous or whatever. Is is it is it requires less? Um, there, there's even some like low down payment conventional um, options, like three percent or even five percent. Um, you know, conventional option, and there's no PMI. Gotcha. So there's, there's the FHA and there's conventional, but PMI. Yeah. PMI. PMI is a principal mortgage insurance. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, it's true. I, I think it's it's uh, home getting time. One, your story is just amazing. Thank you. Buddy. It's amazing, and I think less than you know, just being a a, a realtor and knowing that. Well, one of the things I took away is like definitely real estate is definitely a vehicle where you can make money and start to build wealth, right? So anything you could teach on uh, on building one property at a time, what are some things I need to consider? When you're building or when you're you're buying? Yeah, because I I mean, just just building your portfolio. You know what I mean? So, I mean, what I recommend is, because it's your asset, right? So like the first house that I bought, right? Like... took care of it, right? And like, once I started running it out, like when, when the tenants, you know, wanted something fixed, I made sure like, I got it fixed, mm-hmm. right? Like if I need a brand new roof, I got a brand new roof, right? Yeah. So you gotta really protect your asset. You gotta make sure it's insured, you know, make sure you check up on your property, you know, um, pest control. You know, you, you really wanna upkeep your property and take care of it, otherwise, you know, it's, you're gonna have it go to the ground. Yeah, you know, for sure. So you really want to take care of your property and then your property's gonna take care of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you happy tenants, they, they pay the rent, and then, you know, the, for, for me, what I did was like the cash flow that it made, um, I put that in a separate house account and just let it, you know, build up, build up, build up, build up. And if the house ever needed anything, I took it from the house account to pay for it. Does each bit. house have their own account? I have. So the, the first two houses, they're in one kind of like separate account. And then the other one is in its own. Gotcha. So I'm actually, I'm actually uh, figuring out what's, what do I want to do? Do I want to have everything in one? Because I don't want to have like so many different bank accounts. So I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, so that's why I also sold up. So I want to like get everything organized. So maybe having like 
one one entity and with everything underneath it, or or I gotta do the separate bank accounts. Right, you know? right, right. So I'm, I'm still, you, you gotta figure out what works best for you. There's, there's people do it one way, some people do it the other way. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I think we're all learning through the process. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's always more learning to yeah. do, right? So, yeah, it never stops learning. man, one, I want to say thank you because you flew down from New Jersey just for the podcast, right? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. And, and I'm glad you came by, man. So, uh, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a quick commercial, but after that. Uh, I'm going to have you close this out with some words of wisdom. That cool? Yeah, 100%. Okay, cool, cool. All right, y'all. As always, this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com. It is the only, the only, the only community of entrepreneurs that gather every single day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we go over a specific topic every single day. Now, for the month, we have themes like the month of November, we were in. Uh, we were doing content creation. The month of December, we were doing um, uh, becoming financially lit. So we had tax preparers come on. Like uh, we had accountants, people that are like discussing how to prepare yourself financially to invest, right? And then how do you invest? So. It's the most amazing community in the world, actually. But um, go to themorningmeetup.com and I'm going to do something special for you. I'm going to let you try and just join our program for a dollar. Okay, you get seven days, which is about five uh, sessions for one dollar. Just try it out. We got over 300 people on the call. You will be in a room, Zoom room, with over 300 people. Okay. well, by the time you're listening to this, it could be a thousand. Who knows? But they're entrepreneurs from all across the country. We network, we get to we get to know one another and we inspire each other. Like you were saying, I think environment is everything. You get around a group of people like so. So as you're succeeding, I'm sure some of the friends that you're succeeding with are successful. Yeah, your network equals your net worth. 100%. Give me an experience and help sell my point on network. <laughs> like, once I started hanging around with people who made six figures, I finally made six figures. Like, yeah. the mortgage guy who's pushing me, he made six figures. The guy who I, I joined his team, he made six figures. You know, I just started hanging around people who made six figures. And I, I would tell them, like, I want to make six figures. I want to make six figures. Is it possible? But literally, after I quit my job, within, like, six, seven months, I, I made my first six figures. So, mm. really, you want to surround yourself with people, you know, high net worth people who can add value to your life. Absolutely. And, you know, the cheat code understanding that process is if you really want to get to seven figures, what do you have to do? Hang around people that make six like this, like this, this stuff ain't rocket science. So if you are not an entrepreneur and you're try, you want to be an entrepreneur, just get in the environment of entrepreneurship. If you feel like you need some motivation, and inspiration, and here's what's crazy. We have a group. There are people in this group that aren't entrepreneurs and they're trying to figure it out. They just want some motivation and inspiration. Uh, we got some people who have a business and, you know, they're trying to get to that next level. We have some people that are thriving in their business. We have some multimillionaires that are actually on the call um, that join the program because they like the community that they like the network they like to teach or learn it's mm. crazy one of my mentors is on the call somebody I learn from mm. but he's sitting there every single morning with his notes it's crazy so make sure you join the morningmeetup.com and just try it out for a dollar just a buck okay 70 bucks after that per month but we get on every day every day so it's like two dollars a day so all right um thank you so much. Thank you for Thank you so me, much brother. for coming, man. Um, definitely, I want you to um, give out, you know, how people can find you, how they can follow you, and then kind of just close us out with a word of wisdom. All right. Um, you know, if you guys want to follow, you know, follow my, my Instagram. Uh, it's at uh, Naeem Boucher, um, N-A-E-E-M-B-O-U-C-H-E-R. Um, I'm very active on, on, on Instagram. 
And uh, I mean, the, the last thing I'm gonna say to you know to whoever's watching, you know, whatever it's that you want to do. I mean, in this world, ain't anything's possible. You know, anything's possible. Like I, I literally remember, you know, struggle. You know, and and, and now I, 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 I'm not really struggling with anything besides growing my business. You in know? relationships, in, in relationships. <laughs> but you know, like you, you really have control over your life, and once you once you realize that. Um, you know, the, the, the sky is the limit. You know, it doesn't matter where, where you are, where you're starting, whether you working at McDonald's, whether you're a janitor, whether you're, it doesn't matter where you are, you start somewhere and then keep climbing, keep climbing. Like I, I'm proof, I'm sure that you're proof. And, you know, there's a bunch of other people that, you know, we're, we're on this that are proof, you know, when we're just, you know, regular people who just 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 believed in ourselves and when it went out for it. So you guys just, you know, do the same and, and let's go, let's grow. <laughs> Let's get it, man. Thank you so much. We can't close it out no stronger than that. All right, man. Listen, go get you some social proof, okay? Go build something and then show somebody else how to build it, okay? You be that social proof, okay? Prove to yourself that you can be successful, all right? Make sure you like, share, subscribe to this channel. If, you, if you're watching it right now, just like, just like, just hit the little like button. Make sure you subscribe and share it with somebody. All right, we are out of here. Peace. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.